0: Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Will, and here's what he very briefly has to say. Hey Sandman, wishing you the best and thank you for your content over the years. If I had the option to marry into an incredibly wealthy family, would that create any risk mitigation? If she makes more money than me, comes from 100 times more money, even if it blows up, wouldn't I end up either on top or better off? In any scenario. Unquotes. Well Will, thanks for the donation as well as the topic. Sure, in theory, that's the way things should go. There was a guy recently got video requests from named Rusty, and his ex had a wealthy daddy. That meant that she could afford better divorce lawyers financially to grape him with. You'd think that marrying into a wealthy family as a man in today's sad state of soy would be great, but the family will protect their money and her money way more from you because you're a man marrying in compared to a woman marrying in. It should be the opposite way around because women are usually the gold diggers. But for some reason, the men marrying well-to-do women are called gold diggers right off the bat. I know this because I dated a woman that came from serious money. One woman I dated came from a wealthy family, and it didn't matter that at the time I was making more money than she was. And she was basically an entitled to She told me her parents thought I was gold digging, even though at the time, I was earning more. The same goes for women with higher status in their careers that earn more money than you. They're on the defensive for their cash. The happiest I've been in my life was when I was with women that were less educated, intelligent, and wealthy than me. Those women were usually on their best behavior a lot longer because they didn't really have any additional options. But alas, as time went on and gravity lowered their ass, they too started emotionally abusing me and trying to make it all about them. There are a few outcomes, however, with regards to marrying a wealthy woman. Usually you'll become her lackey or slave and she will become hostile to what you want in life a lot sooner. And a lot stronger than the average woman. She'll become a bully with bucks even faster. Even if those bucks don't belong to her, but instead her daddy. Again, most women slowly turn you into a slave or lackey without you realizing it, like you're a rotisserie chicken. But it's just going to take a lot longer with the poor ones. Then there's also the issue surrounding having to deal with a woman that is most likely spoiled as a child, because she was rich. So that's a horrible human being that's going to put a never-ending set of demands for your attention and effort, as well as money. I'll discuss more in a moment but let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, the Red Pill Ring. The Freemasons have their own rings, and now so do we. When another MGTOW sees your gold, silver, or bronze ring, he's going to know exactly what it means, and that both of you have the same value system. Now all we have to do is make a secret handshake. Please visit redpillring.com today to get your precious, precious ring. Do it fast before Gollum with Boobs stops you. Anyways, if you date a rich woman to avoid divorce grape... You'll most likely have to live with an awful bitch, clown World Show. A while back, I heard a story from an old childhood friend where his wife spent thousands of dollars on a coat for her kid. The kid would outgrow it in a year or two, and he was expected to pay for it. She flushes the money down a toilet on $5,000 baby carriages and other insane luxuries. She came from luxury and was always spoiled. So he was expected to do the same even though he wanted to invest capital in expanding his business. He couldn't get wealthier to keep her accustomed to the lifestyle that she was used to because he was too busy spending that seed capital when needed on her. It reminds me of the dilemma of the chicken and the egg for some reason. Whenever anyone asks me what comes first, the chicken or the egg, I always say the rooster, and it throws them off. It's the same as when a simp is asked, what do you do first, spend your money to make your woman happy today, or save your money and make her happy in the future? The answer, of course, is that no matter what course of action you take, she'll never be happy. If you try and rationalize to a woman that comes from a rich background that you're saving money for the future, but she's already been enjoying money from her daddy thus far, she's going to get pissed. But if you spend the money on her today and you don't have enough to keep her in her living standard later that she's accustomed to, then she's also going to get angry and will blame you down the road for not saving and investing. You simply can't win. In the meantime, because she comes from wealth, she's most likely going to be filled with an overabundance of self-consciousness. She's going to have the same attitude that the educated women I knew used to give off. But if she's rich and overly educated, she's probably going to give you a horrible attitude. You're never going to live up to her daddy, so to speak. So to answer your question, Will, marrying a woman that comes from money will not mitigate your risk of getting divorced. If anything, she's got her family as a financial safety net to fall back on if you displease her. Thus, it makes it easier for her to leave. If she decides to divorce you, she's going to have more money than you to sue you into the Stone Age. Not to mention that her parents are going to be suspicious of you believing that you're only getting together with her for their money. Plus, the odds of an educated woman with money making your life a living hell are quite high. So many men like you, Will, are trying to bargain for boobies. Trying to figure out a way to have their crumpet and eat it too. You want it to be safe to swim in the cesspool full of soy that our civilization has now become. But that's most likely not going to happen. A guy can dream, but when he marries a rich woman, all he's going to want to do is scream. The best way to mitigate risk when it comes to divorce and women cheating on you is to become the best version of yourself and stay like that, or even improve yourself constantly. The more work you put into yourself, the less options a woman has to monkey branch away to you to another man, a man that's the same or higher status than you are. Hypergamy never sleeps and can ruin your life, so you might end up sleeping in an SUV behind a 7-Eleven. You can mitigate the risk of her leaving by making yourself as chad-like as possible. That's the best way to reduce the risk by making yourself a catch. Also, don't forget that if she comes from a wealthy family, then she also has family friends that are wealthy too. So if she's hypergamous, that also means the odds are pretty good that she's going to money branch away. Sorry, I mean monkey branch away to another bloke. What else can I say on this topic? It's a bad idea to think you can bargain for boobies and bang some rich babe thinking you're going to be dodging a bullet. Meanwhile, she is the bullet and you're giving her a clear track to destroy your life as your wife. That's about all I got to say on this topic. For the last little bit, I want to discuss something that a guy named Daniel spoke to me about in a recent coaching call. He told me about how in Greek language, there are different words to describe male and female relations. He mentioned four different words and the first word is bordelieris, which means a man who likes whorehouses. I guess there's no equivalent English word and the only thing it reminded me of was a gigolo. ...or a male whore for hire for some reason. The next phrase he brought up was monodulus, which means slave to pussy. I laughed out loud when he told me that one. The closest English word I can think of in that ballpark is simp. But what I find interesting is that monodulus is a red pill word... ...meant to shame men for being a simp and falling too deeply in love with a woman. So that tells me that the Greeks were a mayor of male and female nature to some extent. And it's out in the open if there are formal words to describe certain simpish male behaviors... The next word is visita, which is a word for a woman that's almost a gold digger but not quite, meaning that she takes advantage of men financially for her own ends, but she's not necessarily going to marry a guy so she can become a formal gold digger. The final word is phallocratis, and I think this word is more gynocentric and meant to shame Greek men in general. It means man who thinks he's better because he has a penis. Are we not sure that some crazy Greek proto-feminist came up with that word? What insults might a man throw around in another man to get on his nerves? That certainly might be what's happening here as well. That it is shaming language created by men to insult a guy that they would consider a jerk. With regards to all these words, I don't think we'll ever know where they came from because it's so far back in the past, the people that initially brought those words into existence no longer exist. A lot of the time we talk about men that are important that invented this or that in their life. But the guys that invented specific words... Or sayings are actually the ones that need to be given credit for it whenever possible. They do the hard work of helping create the language that helps us understand the nature of our reality. Maybe someone can explain to me why Greeks have words that sort of explain such behaviors in the comments section below. As for marrying a rich woman for her money, the only way I would do it is if she was old and desperate. And she had already inherited the money. Otherwise, she still has daddy to protect her from you. Even then, sometimes daddy creates a financial plan so his spoiled daughter doesn't wreck her life. I remember making a video a while back about a woman whose father didn't actually trust her with the inheritance. So he made sure that one of his friends was the executor of the will. And he only lets her have a little bit of money at a time. She was complaining about it to me about her car being 5 years old. And I said 10 year old cars are fine. And she told me that I sounded like the executor of her father's will. And he wouldn't give her money to buy a car every 5 years. So a financially irresponsible woman that's received a big inheritance would be just fine if you seduced her and slowly bled her of cash, and saved some of it for yourself, knowing that eventually she would spend it all and fall into the poorhouse. Think of Lex Luthor, played by Kevin Spacey, where he married some old hag. And when she died, he inherited all her money. So a woman that's sick, old, and no daddy to protect her, and irresponsible with moolah, and possibly dumb as dirt, would be the perfect target. Who could ask for anything more? Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Will for the donation and topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that you'll be smashing some 80-year-old woman and you won't know if the bed or her bones are the ones that are creaking. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on Bitchute Twitter and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, TV as well as Rumble to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the same man for 45 US dollars and I won't rush out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills and remember a red pill a day keeps the brides that have to be rolled down the aisle in their geriatric beds and diapers away. So enjoy the rest of your day and cheers.